I'm so thankful that you guys are here, and it is um, just a, a privilege to be be together, and especially having so many years where we couldn't gather together in person, just makes it so much special. Um, but before we get into uh, our, our sermon, our message, a part of that is I, w- I want to introduce one of our Fireside uh, family members, and uh, Pat Mulligan. Pat, could you come up here? And, and Pat is going to give his testimony. Yeah, give him a big round of applause. Um, I've known Pat for, for, for many, many, many years, and um, they've just been a part of Fireside. Was it just kind of the summer you guys started uh, being a part, part of our family here? Yeah, that sounds about right. A yeah. year ago, though, we did it outside. Yes, you in the outside and then coming in. But Pat ha- has, um, he's like, you know, I feel burdened to just share my story, my testimony, um, and it is powerful. And so um, I, I'm a big believer that stories are really um, things that we should share and that help us with our faith. So, Pat, I'm going to give you the mic. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Uh, Can we give a round of applause to Andy and all the little things he does and how awesome he is? I hope you appreciate that because I forgot my tithing. (laughs) Um, Also, can everybody hear me okay? Just want to make sure. And uh, I'm wearing a hat because... I don't want to blind anybody, so let me know if that's irritating to you. But uh, uh, as Andy said, my name is Patrick Mulligan, and I have the privilege and honor of being married to my wife, Margaret Mulligan, and my two, and Ryan is my oldest son, and there's Lucas, my youngest, the two of us. So we're a family of four. Um, so I am going to give my testimony today. And uh, it may be kind of tough for some of you. It may be kind of tough for me. So, Lucas, you're on tissue patrol. So, um, on June 10th, I was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Pancreatic cancer, to be specific. And I was told that it was, um, that I had six months to a year to live. And... You don't know what kind of, yeah, what kind of impact that one sentence has. What if somebody came up to you and you went in to see a doctor because you weren't feeling good, and then they came back and said, I'm sorry, you have a terminal disease, and you have six months to a year to live. How would you digest that? Personally, this, and this is my story. It took me months of grappling to deal with that question. It started out as denial. This can't be me. This has got to be a mistake. Which transitioned into anger. Why me? Why now? What did I do? And then finally we'll follow up with acceptance. And I'm going to focus on three Bible verses, Philippians 4.13, Psalms 23.4-6, and then John 3.16. In Philippians 4.13, it says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And the reason why I love that verse so much is that it's only one sentence and it's easy to remember. 
and also being an ex-athlete and uh, powerlifter, I like the reference to strength and, uh, and the focus. So when I, when I was told that I had terminal cancer, I was all over the place. Um, I, I considered myself a good man, a good Christian. And the, 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 the part about the strength in me that kept driving me forward was that there's got to be an answer. I am tenacious by nature. And so, which has been my, probably my greatest asset throughout my life, my ability to, to recover and keep moving forward. So when I, uh, when I started with the denial, I was like, why God? Why would God inflict me with this deadly disease? I consider myself a good man, father, husband, a good Christian. I had so much trouble dealing with this question, I took off and went up into the mountains for like four days. And I was looking for the burning bush for some guidance, and it never came. So that didn't help me much, but it did help me process. Process it into anger, really. And I was, I was, I was so angry because I've struggled so much in my life to overcome obstacles in my life, to become successful, and get the family of a lifetime. And then all of a sudden, you just like say, no, that's not going to happen. You did a good job, but, you know, we're, uh, we're moving forward. And again, I struggled with the, uh, the anger part of it and denial. And being angry wasn't going to get me anywhere. And that's when I, I found comfort in Psalms 23, 4 through 6, where it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod, your staff, thy comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and you anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and that I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And the reason why that is such an impactful sentence is that was the answer that I was looking for. That helped me with my acceptance. I didn't have an awe moment. You know, God didn't strike me down with a thunderbolt. I just, over time, realized that... God is with me, and his mercy shall follow me in all the days of my life, and I dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But what I did decide is how I want to be remembered. It's not, you know, in in many ways, I'm lucky to have an expiration date. I get a chance to go out the way I want to. I have a narrative. I have an influence in the way I want to go out. And, and also in the way that my kids will perceive me when they look back on me. I want my kids to realize that their dad's a fighter. And that their dad is a Christian. 
and that by accepting Christ as my personal Savior, God has anointed me with everlasting life. And that when I go, I'm going to be in heaven. I'm going to be next to Jesus for the rest of eternity. Amen. Exactly. You know, what good are notes if you tear up and you can't read them? This is where I need a little Braille lesson. So the, the point I'm making here, and this is what I hope that, it, that you can walk away from, from my discussion today, is that once I've accepted my fate, knowing that I am heaven-bound, a peace and strength came over me. I decided to let God worry about the death, and I was going to focus on living. A good public speaker will walk away right now. (laughs) But this is probably the most important thing that I can ever say to anybody in this room. In John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I'd like for you to ask yourself the question, what if you knew that you were going to die? What would you do? And how would you do it? My question to you today is, have, have, have you accepted Christ as your personal Savior? And do you have that peace that if you happen to die on your way home today, that you know you're going to heaven? And if you can't answer that emphatically with the word yes, then I would ask that, that you, you get with Anybody in, in the church, have that, have that quick discussion. Ask for forgiveness. Commit to the Jesus going forward. Accept him as your personal savior. And you'll have eternal life. Hey, hey, Connor, you want to come up here? I want to pray with, over Pat here. And, and I know that was hard and tough and... Uh, let's pray for Pat. And if you guys could just extend your arms like that, if you guys could do that, Lord, we just pray, Lord, over this man, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for his understanding of you, his acceptance of you, Lord. And God, we pray that you just would, your presence would be just known in his life, that though he walks through the valley of death, he shall fear nothing. And, Lord, we know that you are a God of miracles, Lord. And so we pray, Lord, for the miracles in his life. Lord, we pray for this disease. We pray for his family. We pray for his heart. We pray for his attitude, Lord. We pray for the sickness, Lord, that the chemo, whatever he is taking inside of him, Lord, to, uh, um, to work, Lord. But, Lord, we know that your hand is at work in his life, Jesus. So, Lord, we pray healing over him. We pray for miracles, Lord. Thank you for his testimony, and it's in your precious name we pray. Amen.